sorry about that, bud, but you got nice here. Of course. For, let's just say, unknown reasons. Terrifying. Oh. Well, you know the drill, Dean. Just watch the monitors and make sure no one gets in or out, okay? What? I'm sure you got it, bud. You better, at least. I'm going to, uh... Add it to the latest episode right now. And, uh... Oh. <laughs> That's rich. What did he mean by, uh... Out? <sighs> I honestly should have just took him, Sonic. Why would Nigel have us work at the most miscellaneous place ever? Well... I guess I better check out these cameras. <gasps> One of them is gone! No! No! This is not how I wanted things to go! Nigel, you son of a... Um... Who turned out the lights? couldn't survive five nights at Muddy's. to me well dan should take it the day shift there bud well if you couldn't have guessed already by the title you clicked on and the opening bit you heard we're gonna be talking about the five nights of freddy's yep and here's the thing dan because this is just so precious oh. you know you know five nights you know the lore. I know Five Nights. I was there. Yep. And you want to know what those animatronics are for? They're for children's birthday parties. And speaking of birthdays, oh. drum roll, please. <laughs> it's the Creepy Peepers one year birthday special. Holy crap. Yep, you... that's right. You folks, you have been listening to our show for a year, a whole year of your life just listening to our show. How does it feel? Have you, do you feel any different coming out of, out of the end of it? What's next? You know? And in honor. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. In honor Not of being one year. big plate over here. I decided to bring back the classic, the big plate. Oh my god. I got my you, stroganoff you, sandwich here. You audience members want to listen to that? No, I don't think so you do. You... <laughs> Alright, all right. I'll set it aside for now. <laughs> 
I slimmed down, didn't I? <laughs> but I Set it to the what, side. Man. You don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'll tell you. In all honesty, I never could have predicted that we'd be around for a year. Um, but even Ooh. less, I wouldn't have ever predicted that this, and I, and I really did think about this. This is the most successful series I've had so far as far as viewership, watch, watch time, uh, duration of the episodes themselves, and quantity yeah. on the entire network. We've got 17 episodes, including this one. <clears throat> and we've got overall, we're sitting at over 600 plays, Ooh. almost 700. Oh my gosh. Can and each episode is almost an hour long. At least almost an hour long. Can can thousands of, of other of you people listen to the show? Play it more times. Play it play it a couple thousand times. Yeah, we gotta make it to syndication. We'll be as big as Rogan. <laughs> but but creepy what. peeps. We we I, I I think we'll we'll do something for for like the final episode of of season one, right? We'll do something. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I've got don't worry. We this isn't our uh, this unfortunately due to the fact that we're only on our seventeenth episode. We figured let's not end season one here. We're going right. to be ending it at what twenty or twenty five? Uh, what if we did twenty five? We could do twenty five. So or... you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, you heard it live, folks. You heard that yeah, live. So now we have to. Um, well, so you'll you'll figure it out. You guys in the future will know. Yeah. We'll do we'll do twenty five eps uh, to end the season. But for now, we're going to celebrate the whole one year with our newest movie to review on the channel. Yet, and one of the most important, considering all the hype surrounding it, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. The movie that I've waited the longest for in my life. I was told by the internet years ago when I was a small little person, and I am now a smaller person. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the film has come out nearly a decade later. It's it's very exciting. I mean, I, we just saw the movie already. We already did. That's right, Dan. Oh, my God. Anyway, this is exciting because this has been pitched around. And here's the thing. If you're a video gamer, you know so many projects that have to do with video game, uh, television, and or film media get scrapped so often mm-hmm. that it's just, it's like an infamous and inevitable thing that, that happens. Like when back in like 2014, when the game first came out and then people were like, you know what, we're going to get a movie. It was like so easy to just be like, no, they're not doing it. Like it was like for a kid, you're like, oh, they might do it, but like you know, they're not gonna do it. But this right. time they did it, and even when it seemed like, oh, you know what, maybe they are doing it. Like a couple years ago, 
And then Christopher Columbus is going to be the director. And you're like, oh, my God. Wow. Well, yeah. I remember that being very impressive when that news broke <laughs> at that time. I was like, huh. Okay. This might actually happen. Then even he was like, no, never mind. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I'm into phrases. And my kid said that's stupid now. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Harry Plopper. <laughs> Sorry, I actually love Harry Potter, folks. All right. Also, here's the thing I've noticed. little side tangent. Old peeper style. I, throughout this, throughout the course of this season one and this first year of Creepy Peepers, it's called the Creepy Peepers, okay? And I always refer to the audience as folks and not like peepers or something. I've always found that a little odd. I realized that recently. I was like, I should call you guys the peeps or the peepers, you know? But I just say, folks, like I'm some old, old-timey old radio guy. Like, what? That was your tangent? Dude, come on. What are you talking about? That was the most unnecessary. We're going to break the fourth wall here for a minute. That was the most unnecessary tangent. And even coming from our show. First of all, Dane, you have definitely called the audience creepy peeps. In fact, I know exactly when you did it last. You really did when? it last that I remember, at least, on the Creep Show episode when I told everyone, hey. Okay, that's a year ago. <laughs> that is a year ago. No, not quite. It's like 360 days ago. Okay, but like that's that's close to a year. That's pretty much yeah. a whole year. Well, you said. You said. Okay, well. Whatever. Point is, yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure you've you've, you've called him creepy peeps more often than that. Well, guys. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to be like. I, I actually thought you were doing a bit for a minute, so I was gonna let you finish. I thought you were gonna say, you know, I always call you folks instead of peepers, so I'm gonna call you creeps from now on. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless. Um, yeah, so this movie's got a lot of history, uh, but I'm not gonna go through it, because I just don't want to. I mean, and not because, like, we're unprepared here at the podcast, just because if you're watching this review, most likely you've at least heard of this movie before, and you can pretty much fill in the blanks. Right, 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 right. This, this episode definitely is coming from a place of, of two people who, who have been along on the FNAF train since since the cogs first started going you know and we we um we 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 are fans and we we grew up with it and we know all about it so this episode in review is definitely going to come from a point of view of that whereas you know we're not we're not coming at this too critically if that makes sense, we're not going to come at it from an outside point of view, like, oh, as a movie, yeah, it's <laughs> actually quite uh, <laughs> money. Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you for watching Siskel and Just a Guy, <laughs> <laughs> right? But, um, we're going to be talking about, um, all the things that we sinked our teeth into as fans. And we're going to talk to you as if you've seen the movie and you know what we're talking about. Right? What? Wait, I missed that last one. I, I think you cut. <laughs> wow. We haven't yeah. had that one in a while. 
what I said was, um, we're going to talk to the, to you listeners and audience members as if you've seen the movie and you know what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't know you wanted a response to that. <laughs> I thought I missed something. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I agree though. Um, but yeah, I think we were originally going to do a spoiler free and then a regular, but instead we're going to do a, um, we're gonna we're just gonna do a spoiler one because it's been a it's been a little bit longer. We were we were actually gonna do this uh, review far earlier, like uh, probably. W- when did when did you see it? I saw it on. I saw it like three days after it came out. So I think I saw yeah. it on the 29th. Yeah, and I saw it the day after. I saw it on the 30th. So yeah, we were gonna do it far earlier, but now that's been out for a while, and most people, at least who I know, do watch the podcast frequently, have seen it. And I'm like, well, you know, most of America. Supposedly, it hit like a hundred million dollars. Okay, oh my god! Million. Yeah, but this like movie, dude. Million. And we know um, our audience demographic has most likely seen this film. Absolutely. So yeah, we're gonna come from that perspective, and um, not only that, but we're also gonna hit you with the perspective of people who already know what the lore of the because you kind of yes, don't have yes. to this right was, this was built off the lore of the books which i'll be honest i haven't read so i was me neither kinda, i was just kind of like okay i can you know but uh not that it's bad it's just you know i was just saying it still works absolutely yeah if you like if you know the lore you you kind of sort of by proxy know the books but um enough talk let's let's dive right in Enough talk on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're we're doing the... uh, Well, save it for the video version. We're just going to put up a slideshow of (laughs) our favorite bits from the movie. With subtitles only. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this this movie uh starts out with no i'm just kidding we're not gonna do like a watch along style review we're oh just gonna God. do what you imagine is. we'd be here for hours yeah trying to remember what the so Holy crap. i'm pretty sure uh the title sequence was uh <laughs> yeah this would honestly be a four-hour review if we did that yeah um but yeah we're just gonna to be fair i, I was actually i should have said this during the while we were explaining the layout of this episode but basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're not gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw some there's gonna be some spoilers so warning spoilers ahead but yes this is the spoiler review but right now we're not gonna, okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i was gonna say you want to show about a little more no go ahead finish what you were saying so we're we're gonna we're gonna throw some spoilers in there but we're not gonna like like if, if you watch this and then you end up seeing it later. You're not going to be like, oh, I remember when the peepers told me, so it's not scary. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're like, not like we're going to omit. We're just, we're not going to, you know, it's not going to be a play by play. It's still going right. to be a surprise. We're, we're going to openly talk of this movie. This is the spoilerific version. And if you want to listen for some reason, if you're a goofy guy, to listen to the spoiler uh, free version of the review. We put that at the end of the last episode, the Halloween 2023 special. That's true. So if you haven't seen the movie yet because you're lazy, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not this hateful guys. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, 
<laughs> I don't know why I keep coming on. I keep making these characters like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, like I said, for, for those of you who haven't seen the movie and you want to know our thoughts, our spoiler-free thoughts, that's where it is. Yep. Um, but yeah, so just diving right in, let's talk about the cast. This is okay. the worst. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God. Thought, the casting was pretty much perfect. I got to be honest. Can like, I say something? Friend... Go ahead. Go ahead. Me and uh, shout out to Peyton Woods. Ooh. Me and friend Peyton Woods um, were discussing about the oncoming rise of Josh Hutcherson. Um, like fangirls. <laughs> That's true, because he was in this other movie called Burn that was yes. popular on TikTok for like actually it still is. Yes. And I'm not gonna lie, I see where they're coming from. <laughs> I might be a Josh Hutcherson fangirl, I'm not gonna lie. I might buy a Josh Hutcherson t shirt and it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you show up to the company picnic. Is that Josh Hutcherson? <laughs> yeah, it'll make me very relatable. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, this um, 40 forty-year-old looking man with a Josh Hutcherson shirt, <laughs> just, just standing there. The Zathura logo underneath. <laughs> Zathura logo. That's what I I'll, I'll tell you what that's the first time Josh, Josh Hutcherson hasn't been in that many movies that I've seen. He's been in Zathura, which was the first yes. movie that I saw him in. Yes, me too. And he was in other stuff, but I I didn't watch it. Like he was in I think a Bridge to Terabithia and I didn't watch that even though I have it on DVD. I don't I didn't watch it. Um but he was in a bunch of other stuff. And then, yeah, he was in Burn, which I saw. Mm-hmm. Dude, all right. No offense to A24, <laughs> but what? Dude, <laughs> the character who wins in the end is, like, lame. And I'm like, uh, so? Like, I don't care about any of the characters. Okay, that's this is a different review. But here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll say, well, we may talk about that film. Oh, really? May, well... Or no, maybe maybe this is a different movie I'm thinking about. I was going to say, yeah, Skull rating of zero for me. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, but I'll tell you what, um, here's the thing. I think the casting on this is perfect. Like, I'll, I'll admit, every time they cast a video game franchise, movie, or film, everyone's, like, sounds off, and the casting is too perfect. I love right. that. What's the guy's name from Last of Us? Oh, I don't know, but it's the I know one guy. Uh, Alexa, who oh. plays uh, Nathan Drake in the Last of Us TV show? Nathan. Okay, That's Nathan Drake is from Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted, Uncharted. I got to mix that word. Alexa. Who oh, I, Tom Holland. Well, I know what you're talking about now. Tom Holland. No, 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 no. That's well, okay. That's another good example. Actually, we'll, we'll use that as that's the a example. good example, though. Yeah, yeah. We'll use that as the example. Okay. Um. Dad, why is she still going? Alexa, please stop, please. 
But no, um, there there yeah. isn't there isn't a casting choice in this film that feels like a big Hollywood like squeeze in. Absolutely, like even people were like Matthew Lillard, <laughs> but I was like, no, you know, I haven't seen him in anything recently. Right. Not that he wasn't in anything. I just haven't seen like he's not. Dude, here's the thing. Actually, yeah, you know what? I'm glad Uncharted is the example. Because, dude, that was the one movie that I genuinely was furious about. Because really? even though I haven't played an Uncharted game, Tom Holland was starting to go everywhere at that point. And I was like, dude, get off my movie screen. <laughs> like, I'm sick of I didn't watch the other two Spider-Man movies. I watched Homecoming. Then I was done. I didn't need the freaking two sequels. And I just I have a personal problem with him. Because he was in too many movies as this, like, look how hot. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. let me just watch Clerks look at, 3. Look at how hot like and it. awkward this this youngster man is. Like, like he's no way that you would be unpopular in school. This is true. There, Yeah, there's no way he would be unpopular. Show me, show me freaking Kevin Smith's post-heart attack skinny silent Bob <laughs> in Clerks 3. That's a movie. <laughs> But here's the thing. So there was not, there was, there genuinely, there was not one casting choice in this where I'm like, oh, look, it's a. Um, Except for Matt Pat. <laughs> no, wait, 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 don't spoil. Well, actually, wait. I don't know what I was saying. Those oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this but is wait, the spoiler wait, wait, review. Don't, don't get to it just yet. But I'm actually glad you did say it because I forgot about it. <laughs> you forgot? Um, I can't, man. No, wait, wait. But that's a the good crowd movie. that I, well, not the crowd. The uh, a bunch of Tysons and his friends oh, that I saw God. this movie with. I did not forget any time anyone showed up. Actually, I'm glad you shouted out Tyson. By the way, you know, we should get Tyson down here for the one year anniversary. We always talk about him. Is he <laughs> Maybe here? We should, no, but he, oh. we should we should save him for I guess the last episode of the season. Yeah, we'll do a Tyson special. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll do, do a spin-off. <laughs> Five nights of Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I feel like our audience doesn't like us. Like half our bits are inside the <laughs> Yeah, our audience is. Uh, oh, what? Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Uh, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> no, our, our audience is sitting there like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Can they just talk about the movie? Exactly. Okay, uh, we will. But yeah, Tyson, for those of you who don't know, Tyson is Dan's old brother. But let's jump. Oh, <laughs> I didn't want them to know. Why? I, I what? Because I think it's funny that we just keep going. Yeah, right, Tyson. And then we just move on. People are like, "Who's Tyson?" <laughs> That's okay. I think it's funny because you no one knows who Tyson is. So it's funny when we mention him like playing Fortnite and like saying funny crap. It's like, who are they talking about? Well, I feel like they would have put two and two together. The way that we talk about him, he's clearly younger than. Well, I don't know. You never know. Uh, well, that's <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, you know what? We may as well just jump into that. Yeah. For those of for for fans of the FNAF franchise, you are going to be so happy. Oh my god! Genuinely devastated that Matt Pat like the one video 
of Matt Pat, like, oh, that's okay. All these other guys are in it. No, that's okay. They earned it. I was genuinely sad. I didn't like grow up with. Did you see Matt Pat's fan theory? <laughs> oh, sorry, I got a little snot on you. <laughs> I wasn't one of those kids, but did I watch all of Matt Pat's theories? Yes. Eventually, starting about two years ago. I went. I sat down and watched all the Matt Pat FNAF theories, and I gotta be honest, he deserves to be in that movie. He deserved oh, that. Cameo. Of course, he knows Scott. Like he knows him. They've communicated on multiple occasions to further expose lore in his game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "There's no way he's not gonna." And maybe like an honorable mention at the end. Even if they did like a post-credit scene. Right, and it was just him as the night guard. Even if it was like a Markiplier skit, like that'd be funny. But I'll tell you what, this was great. This was genuinely really great, and he does. Uh, yeah, that. Sorry, I never got to the point of it. Um, <laughs> he is in this. He has. He does have a cameo in this, um, and I'm glad. And it's not what you think. It's not going to be his video playing on some kid's iPad. Oh my god! Yeah. I hate when I hate when movies do that. Even if they do, it's like, too like, easy. Even if they do the oh look look look, we, we, no no no, we made a separate video so that they like no, it's yeah still no stupid. No, the 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 blue blue uh what's what's that movie called with the blue shirt guy with uh Ryan? What <laughs> the wig? You know. I don't know about blue shirt. Yeah, blue shirt guy, free guy, and you know the oh, Jack guy. guy. Oh, yeah. You know all the oh. YouTuber like clips that they put in there that they yeah, filmed specifically yeah. for the movie, but like the YouTubers filmed it themselves. No, yeah, I, I don't like it. Yeah, like Diary of Wimpy Kid, Long Haul. Uh, that's oh. how Digby do it. Oh, oh yeah, Knock Off, Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight, Make the Markiplier. Well, anyway, all right, back to the movie. <laughs> We're having too much fun with this. But here's the thing, okay? Genuinely, it was a good movie. I think the character designs were great. I think, okay, they did not spend, they did not do what they did with Willy's Wonderland, where, like, they they put a little too much time, or a little too much camera time on the animatronics when it was definitely not robotics inside the animatronics. And you can clearly tell. They didn't do that in this movie. The Willy's Wonderland, there were a couple times, but then again, Willy's Wonderland was more of like a, oh, check it out, we did it too. But right, the now, animatronic suits in this movie look incredible. Yeah, it looks legit. And honestly, here's the thing. There's only a couple parts of this movie that I don't like. I don't like the ant. Her storyline is so ineffective <laughs> that the fact that they were yeah. able to just kill her off, I'm like, all right, whatever. Right. But... There's gonna be a moment, you know. I won't. I won't spoil this because I still. I still want people well, to have the same reveal of this. No, 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 no. You're gonna. You're gonna agree with me once I say. There is, and we talked about this last time too. So I have to. I want to keep this. Keep this one safe. Okay. There is still, like me and Dane previously mentioned in the Halloween special and our spoiler-free review at the end of that one, that there is gonna be a moment in this movie where the animatronics do something, and you're like, what? <laughs> But then you're like, wait, maybe it's nice. But then you're like, what? Like, it's a double twist. Right. And because it's a double twist, that's why I'm, I don't want to give it away here. But I'm just going to say it does play out. It, it, it plays out very well. It plays out very well. 
they they, they almost grab you. They almost make you go, no, this is going to be a bad movie. No. And then they go, ah, wait a second. We fooled you. This is a good movie. And don't deny it. I think think that you're going to be very pleasantly surprised by that twist. But I'll I'll tell you this too. Um, I think that Josh Hutcherson's subplot where he's like, my my brother! (laughs) I'll be honest, when I first, like for the first half of the movie, I'm like, dude, who cares? (laughs) Yeah. That guy, but they don't even like pay it off. That's probably the only, I mean, not that I care, again, not that I cared, but that's like his like opener into Wade, there's kids here, but like it's just, it's just I don't, I don't know. That, that's, that's like the only part of the movie where I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Right. The, the, in terms of like, like the, the structure for me, like this movie is similar to the Batman, which Nigel doesn't like that much, but I, but I saw it, so I'll know what you're talking about. Saw it. He, but that that movie for me, I think it's fantastic. Like everywhere except for the middle portion, and same goes for me with Five Nights at Freddy's. Just like it feels like there's there's just a couple more scenes that we spend of him asleep and dreaming about these kids, and he's like, "Where my help me find my sister, and help me find my brother." And uh, you can have Abby. Oh, wait, no, you can't have Abby. No. <laughs> exactly. I've never seen someone. Like, I know, like, oh, it's a snap decision. Was it really, though, dude? A bunch of creepy well, here's kids. The thing. Here's the thing. I think, I think what the, I think what they were trying to go for was that it was like, it's a dream. So, and it's like the, it's more of the emotional feeling controlling him in the dream than it is like his rational him, if that makes sense. That's fair. Don't get me wrong. I, I can see where, like, anyone could have made the mistake he made. I just love how quick the turnaround was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like those scenes in movies where, like, the character, like, tricks the character into saying something stupid. He's like, all right, I want you to, I want you to say nice things about yourself. Say, I am, uh, I am Brian. I am Brian. I deserve romance. I deserve romance. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that kind of that's what it kind of reminded me of. But I'll I'll tell you this. Okay, first of all, for anyone confused, I just realized I, I, I know we said we'd we'd go into this with the perspective of you already know what's going on. But I will just to make it a little easier on anyone who might still be a little confused. Okay. Josh Hutcherson plays the night guard who has to take security detail at Five Nights at Freddy's Pizza Place, which has been closed for several years, and he does night duty, and he tries to keep all the animatronics at bay. Matthew Lillard plays uh, not William Afton, but also basically William Afton. What? Um, they tell? They say that it... What do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, don't, isn't his name, like, not William Afton? They... St- Vanessa says his name is William Afton in the oh, movie. Oh no no no! Wait, sorry, sorry, no no no! I you're right, you're right. I t- scratch that audience. I, it's because he remember he he uses an alias when he's at the. Oh yeah yeah. When we that's first what, see him, he has it's a like he has a nameplate. It says Steve Ra- Raglan. Yeah. Raglan. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, that's that's on me. Um, but yeah, so that's him. Uh, Vanessa in this movie. If you say that you're a Josh Hutcherson stand now, I'm a whoever the actress's name. Oh is no, I knew. Oh, something told me because I I'll, I'll be honest here, folks. I did not. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Listen, Vanessa, cool. She can hang. Okay, but I am gonna skip all of her scenes. Dad, are you sorry? I'm well, sorry. Okay. She's goofy. I, she's no, she's goofy. She's she, what you're talking and about. she's I, got she talks the same way throughout the entire movie. Oh, have you met I, Freddy? I know exactly what you mean. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I know exactly what you're talking about. Do I think she's attractive? Yes, but. I know exactly what you're talking about from the perspective of she was kind of exactly what I hate about um, Chloe Grace Moretz's character in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yes. Where she's just yes. like giving meaningless exposition, but also knows way too much, but doesn't get enough screen time to explain why she does. I only say that she's cool and she can hang is because she is later revealed to be um the daughter of the man behind the slaughter and, <laughs> and she is she she is hurt but something i think she's going to i think she's set up to cuz she's in the hospital and she's not awake but i think she's set up to come back and i hope she comes back as a villain i really hope so yeah like Vanny from Security Bar. I hope she comes back as Vanny. Because then I would approve. But right now, she's that exposition character. Plus, she gets really annoying. And she does this really fast turnaround, like we were talking about earlier. Where she's like, oh, oh look, let, let's have fun at Freddy's. Yay. If you bring her here a gun, I'm going to shoot you in the face. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that line was, like, too creepy for me, dude. I don't know what her problem was hopefully that this is like oh look look see these are early vanny evil characteristics showing up but still like uh that's what that 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 line got me Uh, so yeah but i completely see what you're saying and i was actually gonna say the one thing that i actually really liked and honestly i really i really really wanted to see him get demolished. Like I wanted to see him spring locked. I wanted to see the R-rated spring locking. Yes, yeah. Here's the thing. Everyone wanted to see the R-rated spring lock. And I'll tell I'll tell you what. Yes, there was way more that I wanted to see and that they could have done with that scene. However, with the PG 13 uh rating, what they did show, I think I was surprised they could get away with, and I was very pleased with. I, I'm satisfied with the scene. I know it's not as much as we want, but I, I feel like for now, uh, the dark crevices of YouTube are the only place you can really go to experience the full spring lock trap. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Um... It goes... I, I like like we said in the spoiler free review, 
the the gore that they show in this is still just as surprising. Like it's it's good. It's really good. Yes. Um, totally works. Side, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying it totally works. And you know, despite us getting a PG thirteen rating and and having limitations on what gore they can show, this is still more gore than we get in the games. That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah, this is still more gore than we get in the games because this is like I mean, this is it. This is that big the 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 level of gore that you would reach with this is right. like, you know, because it's a real movie. But here's the thing. Uh I think that the ending the ending makes it clear that there probably is going to be a sequel to this. I mean, at this point, like like we said in the spoiler-free version, I I think there there's at this point there's definitely going to be a sequel. But I'll give them this: there's genuinely sequel material here. I absolutely it's not like when they make okay, we're gonna make a Resident Evil movie and uh, we're gonna make a Mortal Kombat movie. It's like, dude, okay, can we get it's the, it's the same thing? Yeah, can we get Raul Julia as M Bison for the Street Fighter movie? Like right. not like this like this one this one genuinely like there's reason to make sequels. The games have sequels. You can take any anything from the story that you want because it's a video and game. And the games the games have different settings. Exactly. And and like different we're... aesthetics and different storylines and characters. I mean, there's a wealth of new stuff to adapt, you know? And it wouldn't um, be out of place. I'm... Right, and yeah, none of it would feel out of place as long as they did it right. Um, I definitely am most excited to see Springtrap fully come back, Jason style, yes. corpified inside the suit. Um, that scary too. That's my scariest. Yes, he he he's the scariest. But what I, what I want to know because Matthew Lillard said he signed on four pic- more pictures with Blumhouse to make Five Nights at Freddy's. So, like, I'm I'm wondering how he's going to be portrayed, you know, if, if Matthew Lillard still plays him, which most likely he is because he's contracted, you know? Not because that, but... The corpse in the suit is, is, I mean, it's not very Matthew Lillard-like. <laughs> what? Well, then again... No. you don't think they're gonna actually chop up his organs like no find a way around that. i'm saying i i'm i wonder what his corpse is gonna look like i would say if they do the r if they if they give us an r rating well you know what i, I wonder if they'd be able to show it like they show it in game and get away with the pg-13 i feel like maybe i think maybe too because there's like pg-13 zombie movies isn't there I think so. It's got to be a thing. I don't, I, know. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. Like this, like it's, it really came together. I think there's good sequel material here. Um, I think the characters are really good. I think the story is really good. The The critics are giving it kind of a hard time, but the fans are staying loyal to it. The only thing it's, that it's I was movie really... critic. The movie critics went there. They saw the movie and they're like, uh, what? They didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, they don't know the lore. They're yeah, like, who's this guy? Who's this Mad Pat guy? Right, like what? Why? <laughs> and what? And what's going? Like, there's there's just moments that doesn't happen in normal movies because 
this is the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. This is a this is a special event. Five Nights at Freddy's the movie that, that that's a that's a special selection. You know, there's a yeah. reason why it's it doesn't have the same things that a normal movie uh, has, which is like a proper script that doesn't rely on you knowing a whole bunch of stuff already. You know. Yeah, and I think that. I, I think I think personally, like I, I this is this is a good one in my opinion, and I think it can only it can only really, really genuinely get better from here because this one was like test the water, like let's see. The only thing that this was missing was a Scott cameo <laughs> and a Markiplier cameo. Was he was he not in this? Was he supposed to be in this? He was supposed to be the night guard at the very beginning of the movie, who gets killed. Oh, Markiplier was originally supposed to play that role, but he was filming Iron Lung at the same time that they were filming Fridays at Freddy's. So they plan to put him in the in the second one. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say pretty much like what component we know so far, like components wise about the second one is we know that they're already in like developing stages, and and that's good. That, yeah, that's very good. And Markiplier is going to be in it, hopefully. That's the best way that this can go. Because the fact that we had to wait so long for this, because they're like, eh, like I'm sure there's a level of, um, well, uh, I'm not really sure if we're going to. But the fact that this one went so well, if literally if they just bring back this exact same team, they could easily get a sequel out by next year. The fact that oh, it really yeah. took like three months to film, and like think about it they're putting out spider verse after spider verse like right. i'm 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 hoping they can do it i'm hoping we don't have to wait another another 10 years for the next uh finance of friends but i'll oh, tell you this what's that's, our skull rating? oh my skull rating um what i was going to say before that was oh yeah go ahead that's what's good about the this being a film series is that fa- the fans who are going to come back to it, they they have more to expect each time. It's not like it's not like we're sitting here going, "Oh, when are they going to make another Fast and Furious movie with that character?" It's like, um, they already have about like twenty times. Whereas here, like. They can keep they can keep going and like you said they can only go up from here because we have stuff to look forward to and expect we have you know we've we've looked forward to this movie all these years and and now it's out and we're loving it and we're eating it up and now the sequel's gonna happen and we still have like the Markiplier cameo like we still have stuff that we want to see from this series if that makes sense that's why I think it'll be successful you're absolutely right. And I and my, my skull rating. Oh well, well what what were you gonna say? Well, I was actually I was just gonna say I think the abundance of characters within the Finance of Freddy's universe is only gonna expand on this, dude. Yeah. The minute that they show El Chip in my <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's movie, it's it's gonna get a ten out of ten skull rating. I gotta say. I'll ask you a question. Before we get into the skull ratings, I'll ask you this. Who do you think like who are you most scared of like to see in live action? Like which animal oh, tra- spring trap? 
spring trap, trap in, 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 like like that's it that's the, <laughs> even when even when they did like the little memes like as a kid they're like check it out it's spring trap in like a dark alley i'm like dude that's horrifying don't show me that yeah spring traps always terrifying my i don't know oh well i've i've said this plenty of times in real life but you guys aren't with me in real life so um i'll say it here i growing up I mean, my favorite spring trap, and I'd say the scariest of spring trap, but the the animatronic that always scared me is Withered Chica from Five Nights at Freddy's 2, the game. I could see that. I could see that because its mouth is like pride over. Mouth, the arms, the eyes, you know, and just the beak. Because the beak, it's it's such a different shape to the other characters' mouths, you know? It's just the, the beak, the teeth, the eyes – and those arms with the wires, it's like, no, no. And it's too yellow. It's just, and it's dirty. It's a dirty, just uh, cheesy yellow. And, and you can smell it. You know, you can smell the yeah. pizza. You really can. And uh, <laughs> Oh, and also FNAF fans, fun fact, we get to see the kitchen. <laughs> we do get to see the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> Famously debated over whether Golden Freddy hides out in the kitchen. Uh, the one location we never get to see in the original game, uh, the kitchen, we get to see it in the Final Fantasy movie. Um, and also, I don't know if we mentioned this at the end of the, uh, at the end of last last week's episode, but Sparky the dog, famous yeah. the hoax animatronic from the first game, is one of the spare animatronics that we see in the gore room. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We got to do that skull rating. But in true Creepy Peepers fashion, first, some fan mail. <gasps> oh, yeah. Hey, guys. I just wanted to say that um, congratulations on the one-year anniversary. Um, I've been a listener since day one, and I'm just really stoked about this episode even though when I sent this mail and I don't really know what it's about yet but I'm proud of you guys and I can't wait for more episodes to come in the future OMG it has been one year of the creepy peepers podcast Woo! um congrats guys I'm so happy that you never stopped talking um it's been a, it's been a great year it's been full of creeps and and peeps you know um i think we need to celebrate with freddy fazbear i think he would be great to celebrate with and yeah i i hope that the next couple years go good too uh okay uh i love naf i love you guys and this is eve Happy anniversary, creepy peepers. I have been listening since the very first episode, and I'm so proud of you guys for making it this far. And since it's your one-year anniversary episode, I'm glad you're using it to talk about the FNAF movie, because as an avid fan of FNAF since, like, sixth grade, the movie's really important to me, and I'm really glad you guys are doing an episode about it. So yeah, happy anniversary, creepy peepers. Bye! 
Oh, what lovely messages. Thank you so much, Creepy Peepers. Thank you to Eve, Addie, Sky for sending in your submissions. And if you want to be on Creepy Peepers, please go to HTTPS colon slash slash creepy dash peepers slash podcast slash messages. Yeah. (laughs) And check out the Creepy Peepers Instagram for updates on new episodes and fun tidbits fun pictures, uh, all, all kinds of great stuff. Absolutely. And now where were we, Dave? Oh, that's right, the skull rating. Well, I'll start out with my skull rating, and I'll, I'll base this around the uh, enjoyment factor because this movie, um, it's not like, oh, this, this made me poop my pants in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's something you're going to hear a lot of people say, which I kind of agree, but still, there's some still good, there's, there's good five nights at Freddy scares in this, but they're definitely going to probably make the, the, the next one scarier because that's something people are complaining about. But anyways, I'm going to give this movie a, a nine because Ooh. it feels like they've, I've waited so long for this movie and it's it it felt like a blessing seeing it on screen um i said to somebody one time this was similar to like when people who grew up reading bible stories were watching like movies about from like the bible for the first time that's kind of like what it was like watching this <laughs> and um, when i when i was at the local produce aisle when I was a kid, and then I grew up, and I was watching Veggie Tales. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and uh, it's an event; it's a life event, and and it, it's a blessing seeing it on the screen. You know, I'm sitting there watching it. And you you know, you kind of pinch yourself. You're like, "Oh my gosh, can't believe this is actually here!" And um. It's it, they literally. I think they did it the best they could. I'm I'm so glad that we're living in the world where I can see that. I'm glad I can be like, hey guys, the FNAF movie came and it was great. You know, I'm glad I'm not. It's not like um the FNAF movie came out and it was complete and utter dog water. You know. <laughs> I, I saw it with my friend, and, and he vomited right in the seat on the old lady in front of us. <laughs> she threw her drink at me, and I was like, lady, I wasn't the one who puked on you. And she was like, too bad. <laughs> um, there yeah, was a fight. Uh... <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned that I'm, I mentioned that, I think I mentioned this in the uh, in the uh, other episode, but um, there was a fight that broke out in one of the theaters showing FNAF. It was like, it was like a famous video. It was like a, a full-on brawl um, while the credits of Five Nights at Freddy's were ending. And it was literally like right when the credits started. So it was like the whole movie played out. And all of a sudden, it was like the end. What'd you say? Oh, oh, oh. You know? And, and <laughs> some bum fights. <laughs> so, um yeah, but I, I'm I'm so glad this movie exists. 
You're absolutely right. No, I, I'm agree. Uh, I'll, okay. Wow. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Try it um, again. I think that I, I, I think that I would have to agree. And in fact, I will read this movie a 9.5 because Yay! of two big reasons. One, I did like it. Two, you know what? Actually, wait. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll loop two reasons into one and then I can have two reasons. But the second reason is more different than the first reason. Okay. One reason is that I liked it, but it was also just a really great new experience. So many horror movies now just blend together that it's like, dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like so many no, no horror movies too, which is going to be a complaint that I have in one of our future reviews with a movie that I that you showed me recently that's a new horror movie that's like, dude, I don't need to have an essay written in order to understand your lore. I shouldn't have to. <laughs> but the point is, this movie didn't have that. It felt like it was a movie for me, the common man who just wants to relive the memories of the original yes. Five Nights at Freddy's. And that's yes. what this was. And I think that it was just, I just, I just think it was a really fun experience. It was a really fun movie. You can tell they really put a lot of effort in. Jason Blum wasn't just like, yeah, I'm also doing some stupid video game movie about a freaking bear or something. <laughs> um, like you can really tell that they were like, okay, we're making a movie that people are definitely going to come see, really care about, stuff like that. Um, the cameos in it were well-placed. It wasn't just like, hey, look what it is. <laughs> like, they put them in roles where it's like, oh, like, uh. like it was, it was, you know, any cameo, especially if it's a YouTuber cameo, is is usually like, eh. This one felt like these could have been actually, like, random people that they just threw in. Right. And, that, and that's how cameos should be. Absolutely. Corey X. Kenshin was hilarious, okay? He he ate up every scene he cameoed <laughs> in. He just, he genuinely, because, here's the thing, and I'll, I'll say this. I don't watch Corey X. Kenshin. I've never seen a Corey X. Kenshin video. Do I know who he is? Yes. But, he he may as well have been Lil Rel Howery. He just showed <laughs> up and he was just he was just funny. I don't even yeah. watch his stuff, not because I don't like him. It's just I just don't watch his stuff. So that made it even better for me. He felt like he was a part of the movie. Like he felt like a like full on like different random actor guy. Right. And like like you said earlier, this movie is is a new experience, and that in my mind, sort of gives this movie a classic feel. I I hope that this movie it will go down as like one is like a classic. You know, absolutely. I completely agree. It's, it's got that sort of like eighties like Gremlins feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Gremlins were in this. Absolutely. No, the Gremlins weren't in this movie. I'm saying they weren't. Got, Dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Five nights at Gizmos. <laughs> no, but this, you know, this movie's got that sort of classic adventure movie to it. Very good. Very good stuff. Absolutely. No, I completely Here's the thing. If there's one complaint about I have about the movie, it's that Actually, I hate to be every fan of this movie ever, any FNAF fan ever, but 
it just wasn't scary enough. Not like in a bad, not like how I complained That's, about uh, it. Yeah, I agree. It just, there were there was a lot of exposition, considering the piece of lore that they took from, which I would argue most FNAF fans they don't, don't have any knowledge of. They That's didn't pull true. just from the main games. They pulled from the book, which is fine. But if you're gonna ex- if you're gonna do exposition, explain that lore. Don't give me Josh Hutcherson's brother and his parents like, who just mysteriously like disappeared. I feel like this movie spends a lot of time explaining lore, well-known FNAF lore, and then just like kind of quietly introducing all this, you know, movie stuff. But it's funny for us FNAF fans who know all this stuff already and have grown up with this. I honestly think it, the only bad experience about being someone who's a FNAF man and watching this movie is whenever Vanessa's like, his name is William Afton. And you're like, Oh, and I'm (laughs) like, dude, what i know he's william well come on or like later where where she's like it's not just their souls that are in there and the music's like it's their bodies yeah and and i'm just sitting there like dude (laughs) like they say it so slowly they put the huge bass drop behind it and it's like dude (laughs) that's like that's like someone walking up to you and be like a banana is yellow. <gasps> what? But yeah, no, maybe. if you don't know FNAF lore, then like all the mystery drops in this, you're going to be, I think you'll be interested. Yeah, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, folks. Ooh, sorry. Well, folks. Yes. <laughs> Did you just walk across your room? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, folks, thank you for listening to our FNAF review. Wait, can I freaking... What? Oh, you have more? Yeah, we have to do MVP LVP. Nigel, we haven't done MVP LVP what since... What are you talking in, about? We did since MVP Beetlejuice. LVP and Clowns. <laughs> I was talking to you from, through the phone. I don't know what you're talking about. We haven't done. Don't freaking wow. rope me in. <laughs> you always do that. You always try to rope me in. Like, dude, we haven't. No, you haven't. I don't, <laughs> we don't like pumpkin pie. Says you. I don't want to hear it. What? Anyway, MVP for me has to be Matthew Lillard for not Woo! for not doing the obvious thing that he could have done, and. Given the guy to given given William Afton too big of like a oh edge, God, yeah, or too big of a edge, like he wasn't too funny or too scary. He wasn't funny at all, but like in a good way. He Sometimes they do that do... cop out in video game movies, even if it's a horror. Well, they'll put some stupid bit in for the actual like villain. Like if you want to put it in for other characters, okay, don't do the villain like like there. What? Yeah, he didn't do the big, bad, like, deep voice guy. And he also didn't do the overly eccentric Joker guy. He he did. I, he, he did it. I, I That's something I didn't talk about. I love. I really did love it the way he did it. Because 
it's a definite mix of this is a menacing guy who manipulated his daughter and he's also goofy you know he he's got he's still phone guy technically in this film so he's still got a bit of that little tad goofy phone guyness to him but he uses that sort of quirkiness to also like give you subtle hints that he's the villain absolutely i love that yeah who's your lvp my lvp is my lvp is you know what josh hutcherson's missing brother (laughs) wait 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 what tell me tell me why for i won't jump ahead of you i was about to I won't jump ahead of you. Tell tell me why. Because his character only exists to give Josh Hutcherson that one scene at the end of the movie where William Afton could be like, I'm the tune that killed your brother. And then Josh <laughs> yes. <laughs> that definitely felt a little too like every big Hollywood one. Well, I mean, but every, every major movie, does that moment where the villain's like, I'm the one that killed your brother or killed your parents. They did it with Joker and Batman 89. Hey, did you like that reference though? Did you get it? Yes. Yeah. uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit? That was really good. I killed your brother. I talked just like this. Can you imagine if William Afton did that? Now, see, honestly, if they did it like that, where it was obviously a reference to Roger Rabbit, I might have given them the applause on that. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have even minded, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's probably my LVP. Um, Let's go with mine. Yeah, who's who's your MVP LVP? My MVP, because you kind of stole mine, but my MVP for this film... Is wait, did I say my MVP was? Oh, William Afton. I'll get him on the mark. Yeah, my my um MVP for this film is uh oh. By the way, oh oh wait, okay. Before before I get into my MVP, um the 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 kid you were talking about, he's your LVP, the little brother. Okay, I it I found it extremely difficult to take the scene seriously anytime they showed him, especially when they had the camera up in his face, because that kid looks goofy. I'm sorry, but the kid with his cross eyes and he's like with his big cheeks, you know, and it's like this kid, get him out of my face, out of my FNAF movie. He's just goofy. I laughed every time because it's like all these people, it's like, Oh, you know, you were never right to take care of her. Mike, give her away. Mike, then it cuts oh, to the yeah. kid. What is the significance of the soda spilling, too? I just noticed. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. They keep showing the soda spilled, and it's super zoomed in like it means something, and yeah. it doesn't mean anything. But I I think it's just one of those shots to let the audience know that, like, hey, we're calling back to this moment. But it's so zoomed in on the soda. <laughs> it's like a Justify bit. Like, <laughs> no, my Mountain Dew. <laughs> Oh, oh no! <laughs> My soda. You're gonna have to buy me another one. <laughs> I just chug it before. No, somebody. 
<laughs> Somebody drank my soda, bro. <laughs> um, okay, my MVP is Doug the lawyer. The ant lawyer. Oh. <laughs> this dude is hilarious, okay? He, he shows up for two very brief moments, but those two brief moments are hilarious. He's this short little lawyer guy and he he's constantly he's he's scared of his client he's very scared of this aunt and he does not want to be in legal trouble and he does not want to be in cahoots with her her scheming plans um and it's hilarious i love i love his scenes everybody loves doug <laughs> um my lvp for this film would have to be Hmm. What would be the LVP of this movie? I'd say the fact that they didn't use that one ambiance sound. <laughs> Do you know the one? I I, th I think you know what I'm you, from the classic original game. The one that you hear sort of in the background that that goes. You know which one I'm talking about? I don't think I do, but I know it if I actually heard. Let it. me let me play it. Let me play it into the mic. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, pull it up. I'm I'm pulling it up, folks. But while I pull it up, I will just say that I'll give that an LVP because I can't. I mean, this movie's really good. I can't think of another one. Um, but the fact that they they didn't because FNAF is a, has very rich uh, sound effects in it, you know, and they only used like maybe like a couple. They use the sound effects from the original first game very sparingly. They use the original scream, like for a brief second, like for for a foxy jump scare, and that they might have used like the camera like glitching noises like towards the beginning. But other than that, like I I I would have expected to hear like a lot more audio callbacks. Does that make sense? Absolutely, and in fact. It does have such a rich sound effects library that when you said ambient sound, me and I'm sure so many other Finance at Freddy's fans who are listening probably thought of the Finance at Freddy's too. Yeah, not not ambient. that one. That one that one's famous, and that one actually kind of creeps me out. I'm talking about this one. I have it right here. Ready? This is the sound. Oh, you know that one? You know, I not only do I know that one. I always got that confused for Outlast. Really? Yeah, because people used to people use that in like memes now. Right. But like I always was like, oh, from Outlast. But yeah, no, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they could have put that in anywhere, anywhere inside the, like the scenes inside the uh, the restaurant. They could have had it. You know, at any time, maybe they could have had it even while he was just like during those really long shots of him just sitting there asleep, which come on, like, that's just filler. That's just runtime. You know, uh, uh, this movie is uh, uh, not long enough. Uh, just get a couple more seconds of him just sleeping. Yes. Sleeping. Very good. Yes. And uh, what are we going to play during the scene of him sleeping? Uh, nothing. Just. Come on, throw in, throw in something, you know? Yeah. All but, right. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's an odd note to leave it on. 
Uh, we hope you enjoyed this review of Finance of Freddy's. And yes. we thank you from the bottoms of our empty, cold, black hearts. <laughs> yes, folks. Our We're dead, sticking decaying hearts. For sticking with us for one whole year. Why? Did you, did you audience members have any faith in us? Comment below. Yeah, <laughs> let us know if we got you. Sorry about that. I, I'm gonna have to trim it, but I think what, what's the last thing you heard? Oh, I do not know. Ah, that's all right. That's all right. I'm pretty sure we were we were at a we were at a turning point. All right, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We got to do that skull rating. But in true creepy peepers fashion, first some fan mail. <gasps> oh yeah. So we'll put the fan mail segment here and uh, I will tackle you into my. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, what lovely messages. Thank you so much, Creepy Peepers. Creepy Peepers. Where'd you get those creepy peepers? Watch a horror movie, be your pants, and ask yourself, where were those creepy peepers? This has been a Just a Guy Network audio production.